What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another movie review. I'm Chase Lee, reviewing for DallasMovieScreenings.com, and the movie I want to take a look at right now is Shit House. And welcome to my TED Talk on how to demonetize your video in 10 seconds or less. Um, it is what it is. That's the title of the film, Shit House. So Shit House comes from IFC Films. It is actually produced, written, directed, co-led, and co-edited by Cooper Reif. So basically what that means is if this movie sucks, it falls on his shoulders. But I will still give him props no matter what I'm about to say because he was vulnerable and put himself out there like this in this entire project. So good for him. That's more balls than I would have. So this one tells the story of a homesick college freshman. That's who Cooper plays. And he goes to a party at Shithouse and he ends up spending the night with his sophomore RA who has had a shitty day and wants someone to hang out with. Uh, so this one runs an hour and 40 minutes. And going into this, I was kind of excited. I love coming of age films or anything, you know, set, uh, you know, around college comedies, you know, because some of them can be pretty funny. And so it seems like a, a different approach to you know, the, the crass college comedy and like, you know, teen romances and coming of age and stuff. And so it seemed like just from the abrasive approach to the title and just what I've been hearing about it, it seemed like Cooper Rife was going to take this in an interesting direction and do something different with it, with all these different subgenres put together. So I was looking forward to it and the festival buzz from early on, um, this year, I was, I was hearing great things. So I was like, Cool, sign me up. I don't need to see anything. Let me just dive right into it. So I saw it. Cooper, if you're watching this, you have nothing to worry about. This was a great movie, so uh, you can breathe now. Um, no, it's it's a great uh, coming-of-age film, a great you know romance, a great college comedy. It's just a bunch of different things kind of wrapped up into one, and I really like these characters to a point where I was so sad when it ended because I want to see them carry on. I want to see their relationship grow and how they're going to uh, operate post-college. And so I was really sad when it ended because I wanted to uh, just hang out with these people a little bit more. You know, he crafted some really uh, likable characters and, you know, uh, really just made you want to hang out with them and have a drink with them. So let's start with Cooper Rife. He is responsible for a lot of things in this film, but... What I like about his vision for this entire thing, uh, I guess we can kind of break it up into sections. You know, let's talk about his directing style here. His directing style is interesting because it feels very indie. It feels very low budget. It doesn't have this big, glossy Hollywood feel to it, but that's what I like about it. It's stripped down, and he forces us to really focus on the relationship of these characters, the interactions that these characters have with their friends, and just the whole kind of college atmosphere that these two are going through together, and them also trying to figure out their romance. He forces you to focus on it. It's a very kind of like spur-of-the-moment type of cinematography. It feels really lived in. It feels almost like a documentary at some times. Like it's, it's really just kind of this organic and natural kind of look to it and kind of feel... A lot of scenes play out. A lot of scenes are kind of, uh, uh, you know, not one takes, but, you know, they go on for a period of time because he wants you to focus on the people that we're following and not really focus on the crash jokes or the, um, you know, just the, the comedy aspect about this. Because a lot of movies, when they do stuff like this, 
they can get carried away with the jokes to a point where the relationships are put off to the side and they're not really taken care of. And so they're just kind of surface level relationships and they just feel fake and they don't feel um, they don't feel real whatsoever. So I really loved his vision for this. It's like I said, it's very stripped down, very independent type of filmmaking, but it works for this type of story. And so, yeah, directing Cooper Rife uh, or director Cooper Rife. Good job. Writer Cooper Rife. It's it's a really well written movie, and it's not just like I said, just uh, you know, dick and fart jokes or you know, sex jokes for an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, there's some uh, uh, crassness there, and that's fine. That's how college people talk sometimes. But what I like about the script for this film is that it feels a lot like the college version of a before movie. Have you guys ever seen Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, or Before Midnight? Richard Linklater, you know, uh, as well as Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy with uh, the Before Midnight script. And I think, did they write Sunset as well? I forgot. But the that trilogy is focusing on this relationship on how they first met and how they just grow throughout time. And it really focuses, makes us focus on these characters and just their their dialogue and their conversation that they have with one another and how how it just feels organic. It feels now it doesn't even feel like a script. It just feels like two people talking. And so that's how Cooper Rife writes this movie. He writes it like a before movie. And I don't know if that's what he was going for, but that's what it sure felt like. A lot of scenes play out in long durations at a time. There's one uh, section where they're in a dorm room for like 20 minutes of the movie, but it's fascinating conversation because these two people, they're awkward. It's messy. They don't really know what to do. They have an attraction towards each other, but they don't know how to proceed with it. And that's how uh, young romance is. It's messy. No one knows what they're doing. I didn't know what I was doing as a kid when I was you know, trying to date someone. And so kind of capturing that awkwardness, it really just kind of makes it feel like an authentic college experience. And so this dialogue is dynamite, man. And the conversations that they would have with one another when they got deeper into the relationship was really heartwarming and really just kind of emotional. There was a, a, a section in this where they talk about death. And it's like, that's it's so unexpected, but that's how people are sometimes. Like, they're drinking heavily at this point out of a bottle of wine, and they were talking about just the afterlife and, like, what would happen, and, like, you know, what do you believe in religion, all that stuff, and so... I get like that sometimes when I drink. Like I have these kind of like deeper philosophical conversations with my friends. That's exactly what they were doing in this. And it just, once again, it feels real. This doesn't feel like a a fictional film. It felt like someone was just walking around documenting like, you know, the college experience. And they captured these two wonderful souls trying to form a connection. And it's just, it's beautiful stuff, man. And like I said, the dialogue and the the whole script remind me of like a before movie. Yes, it's not like you know uh, to that quality because those movies are masterpieces. But this is such a great approach to this genre and making it like those films, and it stands out on its own. And that's why I I, I like this movie quite a bit. And I'm still thinking about some of their conversations. Um, and to go uh, to kind of build off of the um, you know kind of the long scenes and whatnot. 
the editing in this kind of reflects that too, where, you know, Cooper understands that you need to kind of let these breathe out and these conversations just kind of fill up the room and not really cut, you know, uh, um, you know, frequently and like really just kind of like let scenes breathe a little bit because the performances, the, the performances in this uh, film are so, so powerful and just so like, like you, you are focused in on them on every single word that's coming out of their mouth. And like, I just love leaving on, uh, you know, certain conversations just on one person and just having them really kind of make themselves vulnerable to the other person. It just, it really makes the emotional aspect of this way better than, uh, if you cut back and forth, just, just, uh, you know, really fast and frequent, but yeah, that kind of bleeds into the, uh, the editing aspect too. Um, and then last thing, we got to talk about the performances. Listen, I, I've always said, and I, I've learned in my lesson from film school, I always put myself in my projects. It's it's hard to do. And anyone that wants to do that, you better step up to the plate. And so when you are you know, directing this, writing this, and you are at the head of this project, you put yourself as a co-lead. You, like I said, you better step up. And I think he does such a wonderful job. Like, the way he, he portrays this person is exactly how I think most people acted in college. Where maybe some people really felt alone, a bit a bit awkward, didn't really have that many friends. I was the same way. And so it was really hard for, you know, this person to just connect to anyone. And he just came across this kind of like... um really wonderful accident of meeting this other person at a party in the shit house. Um, and that's where they struck it up. And, and, you know, when you think about these things in life, like no one can plan for this. And so he wasn't planning to meet anyone. He was just like, uh, let me go to a party and let's just see what happens. And he meets this person and they have like a really brief conversation and a brief interaction. But then he, he realizes that there's, there's something there. And so, he just kind of goes on with his night, and then he runs into her again. And so he he takes that leap of faith, and he wants to uh, carry this conversation. And their chemistry is out of bounds, man. It, it's really just wonderful stuff. It feels like they've been friends for a long time. And it feels like their their relationship was you know in its uh, infantile stages, and like it, you can feel that that romantic chemistry too. It's just it's just incredible, man. I cannot believe. Once again, I just I can't believe someone like wrote he wrote this directed it and he starred in it insanity uh, um but yes i i love uh kind of his um um anti lead approach where like when you see movies like this it's usually like a jock or like someone you know that's it's like the same character each time in these types of movies but like he just plays a normal dude and i love that he's got flaws to him he's got uh, a likability to him he's he's human like he's he's got the the full, you know, uh, uh, human kind of touch to his his character and emotional uh, kind of roundness. It just it feels like real people. It's insane. And then his other co lead, Dylan uh, Jalula. I hope I pronounced that last name correctly. She is wonderful. I think she's even better than him. And her character is really well rounded. There's a lot of stuff that she's. She's kind of hiding, and she's got this emotional wall up. And once again, I've seen people like this. And 
you know, they're, they're kind of emotionally distant and they don't really, um, take into account other people's emotions or like, you know, what they're feeling and stuff. And so she really kind of had, um, uh, what am I trying to say? Like she had a wake up call and she, she, you know, met this person and, you know, he, he kind of showed her that you, you can't do this to people. And so once again, she had flaws, she had likability to her. She was also well-rounded. They, they're, they're human. They made mistakes in this film, but you knew at the end of the day that they were supposed to be together, even if it took several months or years for them to finally click. It was just a great, um, kind of observation of like the, you know, a college romance and how messy it is. It's not perfect. And so I, I thought their chemistry reflected that. I thought the writing reflected that and the directing reflected that. Guys, I don't know what else to say. I have no flaws with this. Um, I, I think it's just a really interesting approach to the, uh, these genres and just making it its own unique experience. So I'm going to give Shit House a B+. Um, I think it's really great. Uh, check it out on VOD. It hits, um, I believe, this weekend, October 16th excuse me, on Friday, so uh, if this is something that interests you, check it out, and uh, let me know down below what you thought of Shit House, uh, whether you loved it, hated it, um, even if I don't reply to all the comments, I do read them all. But that will do it for this review, guys. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to my YouTube channel so you can get up to date on whenever I review anything. If you're more of a podcast person, you can do just that. Go to my Real Man Colton Movie Podcast podcast feed. If you want more of these in audio form and you don't want to see my ugly mug, I don't blame you. So, get it in audio form. I got, I record these both at the same time. So there you go. I'm Chase Lee for DallasMovieScreenings.com and tune in next time for whatever I review next. I will see you guys later.